You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I'm just curious how it all happened. You know, I mean, it was the so quick. The way these things always happen, they just kind of... It, it doesn't exist one second, and the next second, it's just everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we left here Friday, you know, and nothing like that was on the docket. And now I found out over this weekend you've but had is this torrid. But love ever really on the docket? That's true. You don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to happen. Well, I, mean, I just want to say, of it all. I mean, I guess congratulations. You know, well, they always say it's... Not quite. And Give me an almost congratulations. Well, it's better to have loved and lost than not to have loved at all. Thank you. Thank you, Fortune Cookie. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Dibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today. I do want to give a big thank you to everybody who goes to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, boy. Right there at the top of the page. It really does make a huge difference. It really does. And uh, thank you. You sound so condescending when you're saying that. No, but it really does. No, I know it does. I'm not trying to be condescending. Yes, it really does. My favorite thing is when people go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the page. You make it sound like it's not your favorite thing, but, but you're trying to... But it is my favorite thing. Okay. Maybe I'm trying to do like some of our psychology. Is that what Maybe you're doing? you shouldn't be calling it out. To where you're trying to be like, no, I don't want I you to go to... I think it so if I go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. Is that your condescending voice? Is that, yes. is that what that was? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Uh, anyway, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. It is awesome when you do so. It helps us out tremendously. It's the best way to shop online, going to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Um, also, today, we're going to be joined by our friends, the PDX Broadsides. Awesome. Are they going to be singing us a ditty? I'm going to guess they will. Okay. I didn't specifically ask that, but I'm going to assume they will be singing a ditty. Okay. I don't know if they call it a ditty, though. That we might can ask be them if they call again. That might didn't. be not the right way to phrase it. Like you know, a song, a, uh, a lullaby. No, there, lullaby's it's not, not a lullaby. It's not That's a lullaby. weird. I think it's closer to ditty than lullaby. <laughs> Watch things that did it now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We'll we'll phrase it like that. We'll ask them when they come in. Uh, so they're going to be joining us here in just a little bit, which will be great. And we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Um, but I think what we need to do though right now is we need to address something in the room here. Mm. So Sarah and I, you know, we broadcast this show from our studio here in uh, Southeast Portland, and you know, we spend a lot of time together here. And yes. uh, that you was know, but we to do sound have condescending, by the way. But we do <laughs> we have lives outside of here. And Sarah came in today, and she's a little bit forlorn. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't think that's the right word. I think uh, that because I'm not – I wasn't too invested. Yeah. So, I mean, it I, it's sounds not like, like – it's not super emotional, but it's like on the – You're a little emotional, though. On the cusp of being emotional. That was, that was – you're a little emotional, though. A little bit. So – Well, because, you know, you get, so, you get so close to something, you don't know, like, you know, what it could have been. Yeah, yeah. So, I think maybe – I mean, is it too painful for you to walk through no, what I'm, happened? No, I'm pretty sure I'm okay with talking about okay, it. Okay, you're all right with okay. it. Okay. Well, everybody just go easy on Sarah because she's she's had a, she's had a bit of a weekend. Oh and I think God. it's important that you're we we talk through this, you I know? I say that I want to talk about something – slightly jokingly and then Greg takes it to like the extreme to where now I'm uncomfortable because it wasn't supposed to be that big of a deal. Then I've done my job. And now you... Okay. All right. So Sarah, why don't you... Yeah, uh... See, people are getting concerned. Nothing happened. Oh my God. No. It's or a joke. D- or did something happen? Or happened. did something. And this is your defense or mechanism because it's not around anymore. Yes. All right. Let's, let's walk... Why don't you walk us through what, All right, you, what well, you did this I did, weekend? So this weekend was basically a working weekend for me. So a lot of... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as Greg was saying, we do this job five days a week and, um, you know, it takes up a lot of our time and we love it. It's my favorite thing. But uh, we also have some side jobs. 
uh, to, uh, to you know make a little additional little additional mm-hmm. money. Sure. And one of mine is I've talked about it before. I am a cater waiter slash uh, banquet bartender. Yes. Where I um, will bartend for events all over Portland. Uh, with the company that I work for. And um, this past weekend... Like usually fancy events. Super fancy events. Like yeah. events that I don't usually get invited to. Right, yeah. Like I, but I've you seen, would like, never be allowed into these no, events. No, but now I've like seen the inner workings and I'm like, oh, it's not that... I mean, because it looks fancy. But yeah. I mean, and I guess it is fancy. I mean, everything's like really like toppermost of the poppermost. But uh-huh. um, now I've been to so many of them from the other side. It's like, I feel like I was there. Are you like jaded now? You no. Feel, do you feel like you're... No, but I feel like I, I don't have the longing for them like I used to. Because now I've seen, like, even though I wasn't invited and uh-huh. I was technically a worker right. and, you know, like cleaning people's dishes and stuff. Yeah, but like, you feel like you're included now. Mm-hmm. Like you're part of that society. Which, by the way, you still need to uh, sneak me into one of these. I know. And thank you for writing that. Right when I because I was texting Greg when the, when all this was happening on Saturday and he's like so can you sneak me in I'm like no I cannot sneak no you I in. mean you could totally sneak me in I mean if you're the caterer you could sneak me in like I was thinking you know one of those um, like uh, catering carts where they have like I the do have those tablecloth around the side I could sneak underneath it I'm small enough I could fit underneath like in the movies and then you can wheel me in so that way they don't see me coming in and all of a sudden boom I'm just there. I'm hanging out. They're like, mm. oh, well, we didn't see him come in. He must have been here the whole time. And then I'll, I'll you know, dance around the party and, and talk to everybody. And I'll, uh, you know, you can't pretend like you'd have to pretend like you don't know me. But I can come up and order drinks from you. And, and you can, like, help me facilitate this. And, like, maybe spread around whispers, you know, about who I am. And that way, that way I'm really accepted by everyone. I mean, you know I have the power to do that. I know you do. I mean, not to get you in, but I mean, I can facilitate yeah. the whispers. Because people, uh-huh. once they have a couple drinks, like, they will come and gossip to me about other people. Because, yeah. you know, because I'm, I'm not a human to them. I'm just right, like no. a, I'm a drink dispenser yeah. with, a, with a human face. Yeah. And so you don't they'll have just feelings. sit there. I don't have yeah. feelings. I don't have ears. I can't listen to what they're saying. So I, I get to listen. You know, when people are having torrid love affairs. I get to hear when someone, mm-hmm. like, just get, does like a... Like a kiss on the cheek to some woman, and then like as soon as she, the woman's like five feet away, she's like, "Oh, she's such a fucking bitch." Oh wow, you get to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, because again, working at these events, like I'm not a human being. So you could start I'm spreading not. rumors. You could point out me, like, just somebody walks up to the bar and be like, "Have you seen that dashing gentleman over there?" Oh my gosh, I heard that he's quite wealthy and very entertaining. I mean, and I, then you know you could start spreading the word, and then I will say, as a as a bartender for fancy events, if I chose to, which I do not, I do I use my power for good. But if I did choose to, I could sway the room, dude. Yo, you got to do this for me. You totally need to sway the room for me. Let me in there, and I can I can walk around like we'll start up a whole thing. And I know we need to get to your your torrid tale, but now I'm really caught up with this. Well, because it's about you, so of course you. Are. Well, yes, exactly, and how I can sneak into rich people events, which is of course you know my ultimate goal in life. You got to set your goals high, and so I think if I I went in there, you know, and we we came up with the idea, like I said, you know, normally. I'd probably want to be some kind of a baron, you know, a land baron, gold baron, something like that. And uh, and you could start spreading rumors about me. And then as I uh, as I filter through the party, then everybody's like, oh, they're all of a sudden like, oh, how intriguing. And you can be like, have you seen that intriguing man? Have you heard his I don't think story? That's, that's not really how they talk. I heard he's a gold baron in Guatemala and he's got uh, – Well, it all depends fields. on you the type of event too. Like those are more like um, the hoity-toity like um, – you know, if like a, a high really society. high high society, like fancy company, uh-huh. uh, is is the one that the party's for. Then those are are different types of people than like this one, for example, on Saturday was a wedding. Okay, and it was like a smaller. And this one, it was nice, you know, because everyone at a wedding for the most part. I mean, this wedding in particular was adorable. Like the, yeah. they were a young couple. They were totally in love. They were just they were in super cute. Love. They were in loving love. They were super cute. Okay, because I have worked weddings where they're 
clearly not in loving love. Yeah. But uh, this couple was in loving love and it was like a smaller wedding. So like it was a really fancy wedding, but it was like smaller, more intimate. So it was like um, like less than a hundred people. Okay, good which food. Which is still, um, yeah, it looked it looked to be good food. Okay, see, so then you can get me in there and I can well, at least eat some free food. Get no, some you free can't because it's a deal. plated meal, and they you know each person like it's a wedding. That's why I would never sneak you into a wedding because you know people like that are they're saving up their monies for a wedding, like for a big corporate well, they've event. Spent it for a big corporate event where you know. Surely they have extra food back there. I mean, I could come in, you know, just slide through the party, get some free snacks and food, and then, uh, you know, maybe a few drinks, just like load up on the drinks, and then uh, sneak my way out. You can, you have that power. I'm sure. No, I, but yeah, out. I have, I have that power. Like, oh I'll yeah, God bless uh, Cindy and uh, Tyler over there. God, that, what a <laughs> great couple. You know, I sure do. What a lot of romance there, boy. A lot of romance. And you know, and I can. Who you say it sounds through. so grisly? It doesn't then, sound good. It sounds like you have something stuck. No, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, oh yeah, I'm on Team Cindy. I'm cousin Bob. You know, I, I don't make it out to these events very much. I live in Montana on my gold farm, and uh, so you know, I come down here, and I just I, I love the couple. You know, I'm a big fan of the story and uh, the origins and all that stuff. And you know, it's been a while; they probably won't even recognize me, but I'm just don't mind me. I'm just here for. Oh some, my god! And then I'll be in the meantime. I'm just like slugging down. It's incredible how you don't even know the story. You can take everything and make it about you. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> I haven't even it. said my story yet, no. but it's just it's this the is how it would show work. Right this now. is how it would work for me if I snuck into that. Anyway, for the future, I think you should keep me in mind. Yes, for your gold farm, where you like sprinkle your gold nuggets and they grow into bigger gold bars. Nobody knows how gold works. Yes. <laughs> yes, nobody knows how gold. Gold works. farm, I'm Montana. Yes. Uh huh. Your gold farm, yep. in Montana. Uh-huh. Okay. See, there we go. All right. Anyway. All right. Anyway, so uh, this past weekend, I, I was working a wedding, and so I was the bartender for it. So it was a beautiful wedding. It, it happened to be on uh, the one nice day that we've had in like a month. Yeah. You know, because every day, like there will be like sp- uh, like scattering sunshine, but then it always turns into rain. And for some reason, this past Saturday, it was just the most glorious, like sunny, nice day. Like not too hot, not too cool, like mm-hmm. perfect. Like they rolled the dice and they fucking won because okay. they had their. It was outdoors. It or? was outdoors. Okay. Yeah, and then like the you know the reception and everything and where I was was inside. But I mean, they picked the one sunny Saturday of the entire you know like for the past six months. Wow. Which is especially in April. Yeah, that's it's pretty a lucky. Gamble in in Portland. That is definitely a gamble. So anyway, so like the you know the wedding happens outside, and then everyone like has their like hors d'oeuvres and everything, and then they come in, and then I'm bartending inside, and so you know everyone when, after they're eating their snacks, they come in, and you know everyone's getting their wine and their cocktails and things from me. Okay. And. Uh, so you know, and everyone's like the thing that I like about especially being a wedding bartender is that everybody is always happy to see you. Oh yeah, because you're like, the most popular person. There. I am. I'm super popular. Because well, um, weddings can be really awkward. They can be super awkward, and especially, and also because there is always the one drunk person, and I you can usually tell from the first round. Um, like, have they been pre-drinking or? And a lot of people at weddings are pre-drinking because, like, some people will just get wasted, and I know. Uh, for a fact, like if there isn't any liquor and then they're just like hammered and, and I've seen them only have like one glass of wine. Yeah, like, I'm ah, like, that's not know. making much sense. It's not to quite me. how that works. No, that's not quite connecting. Um, but yeah, so they all, you know, everyone comes in and I'm making friends with them because everyone's just so excited and they're like throwing tips down and it's just great and blah, blah, blah. So that's like first round. And as the night continues, this was a different wedding because the couple was like, mm, like late, like mid to late 20s. Like they were younger. Okay. Um, and so it was about it was about half like twenty something people, and then half like sixty plus, sixty oh, wow. years old plus. But it a was big a direct. Start. There was no middle ground. There, there was no middle ground. It was it was strange. So I would have stuck out. 
Yeah, so it was all you would have totally stuck out. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have been able to do this. Or I, would I wouldn't have, really have invited popular. you again. I'm never inviting you to a wedding. No, it's never going to happen. I think I could spice it up a bit. So uh, yeah, so half of the people are like you know young twenty somethings, all you know like all fashiony and like you know, everyone uh-huh. like looks really nice, and then the other ones are also like dapper, like rich older people. Is this one like, of those things where it's like yeah, this is going to last about five years, or is this a this is love that's going to last forever? Kind no, of thing? this love they they were they were adorable, in love and, love. and they were so nice. Okay. Like, you know, I've met a lot of brides and grooms at this point, and they were just the cutest things. Oh my god, they were so like happy and grateful, and just totally into each other. Barf. It was just, it was so barfy. Oh okay. my gosh. Uh, so yeah, so they go and they're having the best time. Um, you know, in the twenty something. And so when I whenever I see that it's a wedding between, the, if it's like twenty somethings, I'm like, and it's an open bar. I'm like, fuck. Oh, I that's to deal trouble. With a bunch of drunk, you know, like twenty six yeah. year olds. Um, it was so strange because it was actually the opposite. All the twenty somethings handled their handled their shit fine. It was the older people that were just getting wasted. Oh wow. And okay. I know yeah, and I think they had some like pocket flasks or something. All stuff was happening. And uh one of my favorite ones was this gentleman that I met who this story is about by the name of Bob. Bob. Oh, and that so is, it actually was a Bob. It, okay. That's actually that is actually his real name. Oh, okay. But it's fine. I, it, we ended up talking, and he doesn't understand what a podcast is. I don't think he's going to figure it out. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I ended up talking to this gentleman named Bob. Now I had seen Bob earlier in the day because uh-huh. um, he was very handsome. Uh, he had like a big, a bright, colorful tie on, like a very expensive looking suit. Had like um, like like circular glasses on, like spectacles, like spectacles on. Okay. And uh, it was a very dapper gentleman. Okay. And uh, and I had like you know offered him like some champagne or something earlier, and and he was like, oh thank you, and like we uh, ended up chatting for a second, and then he finally wandered up when I'm at my bar, and he was just like, oh you were the young lady from earlier, and I'm like, oh yeah, so what can I get you, and you know tell him the wine selection. How did you get his name? Because he introduced himself to me. Oh. Hello, I'm Bob. No, and this is what he first said. So uh, I'm talking, and, I, and he's asking me about the or, or selection of red wines. Something there, telling him about the red wine. Did he actually walk up? He's like, uh, "What kind of red? Tell me about your red wines." Yes. Okay. No, that's what I have to do. That's, that's okay. My, that's my that's my All gig, right. and I have to like say it assertively, like I know what I'm talking. But about. But this is free, right? Right? It's free wine for them. Yeah, it's free. It's free wine for the guests. See, that's I wouldn't care. I'd just be like, "Give me that one," and and I'll, mm. can I have two? Or do I have to come back for the other one? Yeah, exactly. That's and how and I people would do, do that a lot. Yeah. Be like, just drink your first <laughs> it's one free. I don't care what back. it is. Okay. All right. Uh, learning a lesson there. All right. So yeah. So Bob comes up and he's asking about the the right ones. I'm like, oh, I have this blend and blah 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 blah. blah. And Bob, as I'm saying it, Bob is like kind of looking at me and I'm like, yeah. And I'm wearing you know my uni- my cater waiter uniform and n- not looking amazing. And Bob's like, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you. You have the sexiest voice. <laughs> Whoa. And I was like. Oh. Whoa. Oh, thank you. He's like, I think that you uh, – have you ever thought about doing something like radio? <laughs> Bob oh, said that's that. awesome. And I was like – I didn't know his name was Bob at that point. So I was just like, well, actually, funny enough, I do um, – you know, I I was in commercial radio for a while and now I do uh, The Wave of the Future, which is internet radio. Wait, you that. told him? Yeah. No, I didn't tell him the name of the show or anything. Okay. No, but I told him. I'm like, yeah, I do – I'm like, actually, I do. Well, what am I supposed to say? Like, oh, okay, yeah. thanks. I don't, I don't know. It was weird. It caught me know. off guard. Yeah. Nobody's ever just like, you have a sexy voice. You, you should do radio. Okay. And he's like, no, I like it because it's really, it's like low and sultry. <laughs> like, All right. Okay. And he's like, by the way, I'm Bob, and I'm like, oh, hey, Bob. I'm, I'm Sarah. Bob just leading in with it. Okay. Bob All right. Just, Bob was in it to win it. So Bob was getting a little, a little flirty, and All right. uh, so a lot of people had flown in from. 
all over the country, but Bob in particular was from Portland. Okay. And uh, so then, you know, Bob was, we ended up talking for a few minutes and I got him his glass of red wine and then he wandered off on his way. And uh, the mother of the groom, when she first saw him, like, these are wealthy people, so they're like very attractive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the mother of the groom was just this, she looked like a supermodel. Like she looked like an you know like an older like an an aging gracefully supermodel. Okay. A little bit, and she was kind of walking around and you know just kind of hoity-toity, not the friendliest, but whatever. Yeah. And um, and then Bob comes back to get like another glass of wine in a bit, and he's just like asking, he's like, "So where are you from?" Like asking me all these questions about myself, and he's just like, "Oh, I, I so need Bob to get another." So Bob swooped back in to talk to you. So some Bob more. came back. Well, he didn't swoop back in. He came back for another glass of wine. Okay. And then at that point, he was getting one for his girlfriend as well. Oh. Uh, Wait Bob, a minute. Bob has a girlfriend. But Bob had just been talking to you. How could – okay, did he say he had a girlfriend? No, he didn't the first time. Oh. And then Bob came back and he was getting some more red wine and he was like, oh, actually I need to um, I need to grab a glass for – and he was kind of like – he's like, I kind of – I need to grab a glass for my girlfriend. Oh, he like mumbled it? Yeah. Because I mean Bob, What did you say? What was I your was reply? like, oh, yeah, okay. What kind of red does she like, Bob? And like you know, just kept saying Bob. Bob. What kind of fucking wine does she want, Bob? <laughs> Why'd you leave me on, Bob? I thought you were going to rescue me from this place, Bob. Oh, man. Um, so he's talking about his girlfriend and then he's like, oh, there she is right there. And of course, Bob's girlfriend is the supermodel mother of the groom. Oh, boy. He's walking around. And so, you know, I give Bob, Bob. You know, the glass of wine, but uh, but then he like he brings it to her and then he comes back and Bob keeps just talking to me. Wait a minute. He brought her the wine mm-hmm. and then he turns right around and he comes swooping back he to sure you? He sure does. And then he kept asking me and he's, uh, he was asking me where I grew up. And Oh, uh, he's getting personal. He was getting personal. Like what other kinds of things did Bob ask you? Well, he was asking and he's just uh, – he's like, well, where are, you, where are you from? And I'm like, well, I'm not really – because I don't really – he's a stranger and I'm not going to pinpoint him. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm not really from anywhere, which is true because I grew up in a Navy family, so – Moved around every you know two to four years of my entire life, so never really. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I would say I'm probably from here at this point because I've lived here for 15 years. And he was like, "Oh, okay." And, and he's like, "Oh, Navy Brett." And he's like, "Oh, I just met somebody else who was a Navy Brett too." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And okay. He, yeah, it was just it was a strange conversation. Then Bob eventually wandered away. And then he did came, he ask you like, "Where do you live?" or like things like that? Was he getting like? No, he asked what part of Portland I lived in. I'm oh. like, you should. I'm like, Bob, why don't you take a guess? What area do you think I live in? And he's just like. It's like, you look like you live in Southeast. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> that was a good guess. All right. So so Bob's asking all these personal questions. What was Bob saying about himself? Uh, he was telling me uh, he didn't I, – I kept trying to ask him things and he kept deflecting. Oh. I don't know what Bob Because he didn't want to talk about his girlfriend. He didn't want to bring that up. Yeah. He was trying to do something on the sly. And she would walk by and then like he would come over and talk to me a few times and then when she would walk by, she gave me a look. Uh-oh. At one point. Yes, because I'm like sweaty serving people wine. I'm going to steal a man. I'm going to steal a man. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah. I'm hussy. A, I'm a hussy. <laughs> so, so, you're, so you're talking to Bob's uh, – so you're talking to Bob's lady. No, I didn't talk to her. Oh, you, know, you didn't talk to, to the lady. Yeah, so he just kept coming back. And he was just – he was a very charming – he was a charming gentleman. So, OK. So you didn't talk to the girlfriend. No, no, okay. she wouldn't talk. She to didn't me. come over and talk. She to never you. came over and got a glass of wine. Like they oh. would, like, but she also was like seemed extremely drunk, and I know she just had, and she barely touched the wine that she had. So I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Well, she was upset. <laughs> I don't think she was upset. Upset about what was going on with yes. you and Bob. Yes, so how did this so. conclude? Then what happened with Bob? You fall in love. 
you know, you're basically falling in love with Bob at that point. Yes. Bob's falling in love with you. I mean, it, it star-crossed you know? lovers. Yeah. Star-crossed. Like, it was yeah. a, what was it, a May-December? Yeah, Is that what something it is? like a that. A May-December uh-huh. romance? Right, you know. Basically planning the next wedding that's going to be there. So you guys are doing this, and then and then what happened? What happened after that? Well, then Bob uh, kind of like he he drifted away. Like we, I, I passed him a couple times, and he was just like, did he stop looking at you? No, he didn't stop looking. He was looking at me more. Oh, yeah, as like my forbidden as my makeup forbidden fading love. and my uniforms wrinkled uh-huh. and my hair is falling out of its bun. Well, because yeah. he's so used to you know this. He's woman so used who's... to somebody who's like ultimate perfection. He was like, right. look at this disheveled little monkey. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure that's exactly what he was thinking. This disheveled little monkey. Maybe it's time for Bob to go slumming. Uh, yeah, so maybe he's lived the high life for too long. So Bob really, really found something in you. Now, did he say goodbye to he you? He did. He did say goodbye. Well, he said bye, and he, did I don't he kiss think you that... on the hand, like, like lift up your hand and like kiss the like the back of your he hand didn't or something. Kiss me on the hand? Okay, I don't know. I thought that's what rich people do. I mean, maybe they do. Yeah. But maybe he thought that my hands were too dirty. You know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he went, Enchanté. Something yeah. in French, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so then I kind of, I had to go, I was going and working on something else in the back. So, um, and then everyone was clearing out, so I was working on something. And I didn't get to see him leave. And I think, I'd like to think that maybe he waited for me. Yeah. That's, I, in my mind, in my mind of mind, minds in my heart of hearts, Greg. Yeah. I know Bob was sitting there waiting for me. Yeah. yeah. And did, but you didn't go find him. I didn't go find him. Boy, you broke Bob's heart. I know. I don't think I did. I feel like there might be another chapter to this Bob story. I think that it, I I bet I could find him on the internets if I wanted to. Yeah. Although I'm Dear not Bob, going to. Hello, Bob. We made such a connection it's me, the other You said I had a sex voice. <laughs> <laughs> Take me away from this awful place, Bob. <laughs> Give me a riches, Bob. Yeah. See, there we go. All right. Well, maybe we need to get Bob in here on the show. The thing I liked about Bob, though, is he looked at me and he could see that I was so much more than a bartender. Yeah. It's like he saw through me. Yeah. Wow. Through me. All right. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. The reason why uh, I got along with Bob at first, too, was because I thought he was um, – I I really – he had this, like, flamboyantly beautiful tie and everything. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was gay. Oh, when I first met Bob, because <laughs> he was so well dressed and just so like proper. Like I don't not to be uh-huh. stereotypical, but I mean, I've worked a lot of these events, and men that look like Bob typically are usually. So you're um, judging Bob? I wasn't judging Bob. No, he had a very amazing fashion sense. Okay, that's all. Right. So I was just pleasantly surprised by Bob. So Bob, wow. if you figured out how computers work and you're out there, so I'll you know, you made an impact. People are saying this is kind of like a like a fun employment radio version of Pretty Woman. It's what's being noted in the live oh. chat that we had here. Or Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, Cinderella? Sure. Yeah. Well, because I'm like the dirty that. help. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, I have like wine stains on me. Like, <laughs> hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. <laughs> you like my sexy voice? Bob, I love you, Bob. It's being noted Bob's going to show up outside our studio here with roses in his white limo. <laughs> Let me take you away, Sarah. Oh, Bob. Okay, Bob. He's just—he's—he's he's had too much perfection. He wants to go the other the other direction. <laughs> too much perfection. Try the other direction. Boo! It's Sarah. I'll just leave that at that. <sighs> well, anyway, I'm sorry for your love and loss. Thank uh, you. you know, that definitely does. But sound as like you it was said, a... I'm I'm just lucky to have found it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's all going to work out. I'm glad it's all going to work is out. It? Yeah. Sure. Sure. It will. Sure. It is. All right. Well, we should uh, take a break here. 
uh, because I believe our guests have arrived. Yes. Um, so let's do that. We're going to bring in the PDX broadsides, and maybe they'll sing us a ditty, as Sarah said, um, here in a minute. Or what we'll, did you say? A lullaby? A lullaby. I don't know. I was, that was trying, so okay, weird. Yeah, I, we're trying to leave that in the past. That's okay. the past, Sarah. All right. Let's do that. <laughs> Back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes. You're so weird. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I stuck my tongue out when I was typing on the computer. You just that did, does... and it was like really uncomfortable, especially for our well, that guests. that's weird now that I'm thinking <laughs> like, about the fact that I do that. Them. Well, I've never seen you really do that. It was like you were like, I'm like the Michael Jordan putting it on typing. because like, yeah. <laughs> you know, because... when you type that well, Sarah, sometimes your body just, you can't control. I'm going to stop talking. Hello, everyone. <laughs> You're making it worse. Welcome back to Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. We are joined now by two of the PDX Broadsides. Hello. Hi, Hello. Hello. We've got Jessica and Christian here. I like what? how you say Christian. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world of tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, today's been kind of a wacky show, so we're very happy to have you here. We fit in just right, we're I think. Right you fit right. in just right. Yeah. I know. I was just telling the whimsical tales of uh, my cater waitering weekend, and now we get to talk about your wonderful Kickstarter. Hooray! It is Yay! wonderful. <laughs> it is wonderful. Tell us, tell us about it. Tell us how it's, how it's been going so far. Oh, terrifyingly well. <laughs> Strokes of genius. Um, <laughs> we've. This is our fourth studio album, and it's called trust issues because god knows we have them and Good name. uh we <laughs> this is our very first kickstarter and we put it up on tuesday night we had a live concert on kickstarter and we funded in 16 hours that is so cool That's awesome so we're pretty happy about that we've got a host of stretch goals but um the outpouring of support has just been Really amazing. So, yeah. so for people who don't understand Kickstarter, you say it was funded in 16 hours. However, there are more things that you are still trying to uh, hit more goals for in order to accomplish. Yeah, other people uh, may not have kicked in for the album yet. And even though we have funded, that means that we have the money to make the album now. So it's going to happen and people can still go to the Kickstarter and uh, you know back us, get – the the album get stickers get t-shirts that kind of thing and uh, to kind of you're encourage like, hey. people to do that. Well, sorry, oh. your thing starts talking. Oh, I had backing vocals. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> like, do you know you start talking when you go to your Kickstarter? Whoops, a daisy. And to make it more exciting for people, uh, we have additional stretch goals. So if we get you know certain amounts of money, then we can do more, and then our backers can get more. And uh, we just kicked. Uh, we just went through a, a stretch goal that was for a picture book that we're going to do. Based on one of our songs, The Ultimate Riot. How fun. Holly drew some really sweet little child-like looking pictures. They're very cute and everything, but they're about uh, a riot at a convention. (laughs) I like that. Awesome. It's a weird combo. (laughs) So all of our backers who kept supporting us after we funded, we said when we get to 6,000, anybody who backs us at 75 bucks and up gets a copy of this book. For free. For free. For free. And then we get to print some more to have hopefully on hand afterwards to sell to people because it is so cute. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And how long does the Kickstarter go until? Until May 11th. May 11th. All right. So there's still some time. 24 days left in yeah. this. Is it one of those things where you wake up every morning and just kind of refresh and look to see? What do you mean every morning? I mean every like, five minutes. You wake up. Minutes. I was going to say, that'd be so hard not to look at it constantly. So, so distracting. We just stay up all night. And just, uh, <laughs> oh, we like text each other. We're, There's another one. We have, we have a, Slack, uh, a Slack channel because we're super nerds and we just like message each other. Like, oh, we got another that, right? 50 yeah. bucks. Yeah. We got another this. And, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. It's, it is really exciting. We were at um, NorwestCon in Seattle this weekend, which is a huge nerd convention. And 
And as I'm waking up, Christian's like, hey, 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 guess what our Kickstarter is? It's like, guess, guess, guess a number. Uh, like the number is fuck off. Yeah, it's too fucking <laughs> early. Wake up. It's 730. The day is young. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Christian and Holly both are. So convention weekends are the challenging worst. Oh, yeah. Because you're up late and then you're there early, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. we get up. Holly and I are up maybe an hour, a couple hours having – Coffee and stuff, waiting for Jessica to wake up. It's like, okay, <laughs> your your eyes are open. I know. Let's go. Let's do it. I have friends like that where you don't want to be too overwhelming because they're grumpy when they wake up, and you're like, I don't want to have my head bitten off. We no offense, Jessica. I'm sure yeah. you're a peach when you wake up. We oh, don't care. You're, you're very kind. Don't ask Royal how that goes. <laughs> uh, usually, I roll into the lab about nine, and then I work real late. And mm. then, like Holly has to be at work at four. You get to work super early, so they're like. We've already been up and caffeinated at this point. I'm like, I just – I want you to be quiet. A waste of daylight. <laughs> Let's do it. Now, when you do conventions, do you all stay in the same room together? Yeah. <laughs> it's a laugh riot. Oh, boy. <laughs> it, it, things end up happening. We filmed a couple of music videos from our hotel room uh, this weekend that we'll release as Kickstarter updates over the next couple of weeks. Some new oh, stuff cool. From the album, new songs yeah. from the album. And one of them is super duper cute. We're all in our pajamas. I almost oh. broke Christian's camera. Because I threw a pillow at it. It's <laughs> fun. It was great. Uh, we we have a, a pretty fun time on road trips. We just sing our faces off. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, that's cool. You well, have to have that if you're a, traveling with a band. You know, you got to get along. Because if you don't, that could be. That's it, why we that don't take road trips for more than like three yeah. or four days. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it contained. Yeah, before <laughs> you know your limitations. That's yeah. good. Yeah. that's definitely true. That'll change this summer. We're planning on a West Coast tour, so we'll spend more time. Together in a car, we'll see if the band is still together by September. <laughs> we're all taking Bolt bus home. By Santa Barbara, we were broken up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a song in that. <laughs> I'm picturing it like the end of Almost Famous a little bit. We're all like everybody just yeah. like exactly <laughs> leave me alone. Goodbye. Well, while you're currently talking, uh, I see that you might have brought your well your face instruments, but then also a guitar that's, instrument. Yeah, that's technical face terms. Instrument. That's, you guys, <laughs> for those of you out there that don't know much about music. Music face instrument is what you call face it. Face instrument. Yeah. Somebody took two terms of music theory at PCC. I'm kidding. PCC is an excellent university, and you should go there and get your credits. Um, this is a WSU communications degree. So oh, back down. Okay, That's just crazy. Got it. Well, you were talking about uh, so there are going to be 13 songs on the new album, and you said these are all going to be all like they're all safe, all like child friendly. However, yeah. but one of the stretch goals is going to be something different. Yes. So our $9,000 stretch goal when we get there, and we're getting pretty close. We're at 6200 right now. Um, we have a couple songs on the album that were originally dirty, and we made clean versions of them. When we get to $9,000, we will release the dirty EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. we'll, we will go back and record those uh, four songs uh, two of them don't appear on the album because they are completely inappropriate. We couldn't <laughs> yeah, there's no up. way to save them. No. Just like, <laughs> can't we? Oh, no, it'd be like watching Repo Man with the with the censoring on it. So everyone's talking about melon farmers and uh, <laughs> just be ridiculous. One of them is called Dirtbag Romeo. Includes lines like, uh, "You know I'm not like that, so let me check between them thighs." There's no way to clean that up. <laughs> there no, really that's really hard. So, yeah. By the way, Romeo, the the worst. Romeo. A um, but this one we could clean up, uh, but we're not going to do the clean version here. We're going to do the dirty version. Yes. And if you like yeah. it, 
go back our album. You'll get the the mm. whole fabulous thing. We're also doing some custom songs at the higher levels, like a little tiny jingle. By the way, we do podcasts, guys. Mm. Oh, yeah, we'll, we can do theme songs. We can do theme songs. So oh, nice. we we're just talking about how we needed a new intro. Actually, for hundred and fifty bucks, you get the 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 T-shirt, the CDs, like our whole collection, and. We'll do a 30 to sec- 60 second sexy second. Uh, <laughs> sexy second, yes. Jingle. Part of the dirty EP. So. About anything you want. So you could give it as a gift or you could use it as a podcast bumper. We're happy to do that. Awesome. Um, cool. Here's the, the dirty version of our song, Rocket Science. Excellent. Signaling when you turn, spending more than you earn for a cue. Same less you when somebody sneezes. Dress up for the interview. Say both please and thank you. Make some plans. Wash your hands to prevent diseases. This is not rocket science. This should not catch you off guard. This is not rocket science. This is not that fucking hard Wanna raise that, ask for it Don't take other people's shit Fire's hot, X marks the spot Answer all your emails Use proper change for tolls Don't engage with comet trolls Don't put your feet on streetcar seats Hurry, call it heads or tails This is not rocket science This should not catch you off guard This is not rocket science This is not that fucking hard Jambrake, get it! This is not rocket science. This should not catch you off guard. This is not rocket science. This is not that fucking hard. Adjusting for the atmosphere, knowing how to engineer the craft for flight like brothers right to explore both space and sky, aeroelasticity. Structural flexibility What can bus produce a thrust To make a rocket really fly This is rocket science This just might catch you off guard This is is rocket science This is pretty fucking hard This is rocket science This shit is pretty fucking hard Rocket science is fucking hard. <laughs> That's that hilarious. Is fantastic. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> we get really used to doing the clean version, so I have to look at at, at Christian and say, "Don't say pretty or stuff or flippin." <laughs> That's funny. That's like when Greg and I are trying to communicate like telepathically, yeah, or with hand gestures, and we can't really do it. Like, no. Yes, dirty. No, dirty. I, which one is it? This Take children. the gamble. During Ultimate Riot, we do that same thing too, where Christian and I look at each other and do the nod just before if we decide if we're going to say butt or ass in front of an audience. <laughs> I've got a. 
scan the audience and see if there's children. And it's like, this is an ass kind of crowd. I can well, ass crowd. The, um, when you make an, an ultimate riot and it's in the, the cute little picture book that will go to our backers, um, the, the crowd goes nuts when you mix your fandoms. Live long and prosper as Gandalf said to Harry. Watch out for Daleks, the wizard boy replied. Uh, oh and my God. it just it gets worse and worse. It makes them crazy. So the the crowd riots and um, guess where they shove the batleth. Oh my god. There's a proper disposal method for batleths. So if you've ever seen our first run of t shirts, it's a batleth sticking out of a biohazard disposal. Oh bin. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it came out of somebody's but ass. Oh. I've mis- I misread. <laughs> misread the audience. <laughs> I'm an ass Greg's a butt. I'm a butt kind of man. <laughs> well, pdxbroadsides.com. That's the best place to yep. go. And yep. then will that link to the Kickstarter as well? Yep, it does. There's a link on the front page and then the Kickstarter's got all of our updates and rewards and stretch goals and stuff like that. Awesome. Perfect. Well, these are amazingly talented human beings. Yes. And support local art and art on all levels, but especially the PDX broadsides. Yes. Right. Especially. Support them. Especially, especially them. <laughs> awesome. Well, Trust Issues, that's the new album. So go there, support. You guys are so great. Thank so you. Much Thank fun. you. Oh. Thank you for having us in. We love Fun Employment Radio, and it's always a delight to come in and uh, say ass and fuck to you. Oh. Yes. And to your lovely listeners. We love it when you say fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a verbal greeting card. <laughs> oh. I know we what you're getting for Christmas. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a service we provide. <laughs> right. PDXbroadsides.com. Go there now. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, all the listeners. Yes. Yay. <laughs> all right. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. They are wonderful. They are magical. That was that was really cool. So PDXbroadsides.com, that is where you can go and support them. And uh, that's just fun. There's fun. It is. I, and I was telling them, I was like, I was getting really confused toward the end of that song because I didn't know what you were talking about. And then I realized they were talking about rocket science. <laughs> and then it made me feel less stupid. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get that one. I didn't get it. And, you know, I, as I've said, I pretend to be smarter than I am. So sometimes I get genuinely confused. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a thing that happens over here, Greg. Oh, boy. Bob <laughs> yeah. will be disappointed. No, maybe his Or maybe that's what he's going for. Yeah, knows too much. Oh. And he's like, oh. Tired of this beautiful, smart person. <laughs> oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. World of crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm just. Why did you say world? Because of I was crazy. distracted by the fact that you drank coffee in the middle of your. Uh... Well, because there's a pause, and I was thirsty, so mm-hmm. I figure if I'm taking a pause, I might as well take a sip of my delicious coffee beverage. I think it was more the. <sighs> do you want to try that again? Sure. Yeah, let's do it again. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stellan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Breaking news, Greg. I don't know if you heard about this yet. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, April the giraffe. Oh God! Has given birth. That. April the giraffe, uh, of I... course, uh, from the New York Zoo, whose pregnancy has been live streamed since February, and Greg has been focused on nonstop. He's not eating. He's not sleeping. God, I hate that giraffe. He has I just don't been hate the giraffe. Eyes staring at the computer screen this entire time. I will say this. I, I knew immediately when the giraffe had given birth because on Twitter and Facebook, I was bombarded with uh, people tagging me. Sure, that's how he knew. In everything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's why. That's why. Not at all because you were just watching it the whole time. Well, the new calf was born on Saturday morning. April could be seen in her stall by millions of people cleaning off and watching her new offspring. Gross. More That's than again, a m- the whole thing is, why would I want to see a giraffe give birth? I like giraffes. Giraffes are fine. A baby giraffe. Oh, I don't think cute. you do like giraffes. I don't want to see the birth Sounds process like of a giraffe. kind of a giraffe hater. Well, over a million people watched uh, the live footage as April gave birth. The video uh, had mounted national interest over the past few months. Uh, some social media conspiracy theorists even suggested that the whole thing was a hoax. That I said that too. I said that there April was no was way. Just pretending to be pregnant yep. the whole time to try and entrap her mate. <laughs> yes, so. uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So this is at the Animal Adventure Park. Uh, they're actually uh, announcing plans to hold a naming contest for their brand new baby boy giraffe. So uh, the zoo is expected to launch a GoFundMe on Saturday, allowing people to suggest a name if they donate a dollar. Uh, the public can then vote on Jerry. six fi- finalists. Will donate a dollar on social media. The zoo says they will split the money between giraffe care and donations to giraffe conservation efforts. So, what would you name it? Jerry's the obvious. Give me Jeff. Be Jerry. Give me Jeff because that's Toys R Us. Jerry the giraffe. Hmm. I think I'd or want to Gary. do something. Gary's pretty good, too. That's always a good name for an animal. Gary the giraffe. Gary no, the there giraffe. are two different sounding Gs. That does not work. Yeah, that's why, that that's why you throw it work. off. It has to, if it's, a, if it's a hard G, if it's a J G. Well, I said like Jerry, Jerry, giraffe. Perfect. Named. Mm. Done. I think if I could name the, wait, is it a boy giraffe? You just said it was a boy. Well, it was a boy. I thought you were talking about maybe I could name a male or a female giraffe. I guess I would want to go with Walter. No, Walter's already a dog. Well, Walter can also be a giraffe. No, not Walter. Mm -hmm. No, it can't be that. Carl. Carl's a good name. Just go to something completely different. Carl the giraffe. Yeah, that's Carl. Goddamn Carl. Mm. Steven? (laughs) Not Steve, Steven. No, Steven. Okay. Yeah, that's the giraffe. That's what I would name him, Steven. All right, Steven. All right. Greg, I know, unlike me, you're having trouble looking for love in all the wrong places. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, because I found Bob. It's got real right there. Um, now, however, you don't have to be alone because I know one thing that you do love, which is video games. I have a video game problem. Well, now a Japanese video game maker has created a game that allows his fans to marry their anime girl crushes <laughs> from their favorite <laughs> okay, video games. I'm not games. that kind of girl. The makers of a guy. Japanese anime dating simulation video game say a select number of users will be allowed to participate. In a virtual reality wedding with a female character of their choice, complete with a real-life wedding chapel and a tuxedo. Wait, how is it a real-life wedding chapel if you're marrying an anime character? Because they probably are booking the wedding chapel, then you like bring your... When they just put up like a monitor there? Yeah, and maybe it's like your, there she is, your sexy anime robot girlfriend. Is there a woman that dresses up like the anime character? Or No, I'm pretty sure it's just uh, the anime character. So this is uh, called... Hibiki Works, the maker of the game, uh, said the newest version, which comes out later this month, will focus on actual married life. So popular in Japan are romantic simulations, which typically allow users to engage with anime characters in dating and sexual encounters. Uh. Most games contain both wholesome interactions and graphic sex scenes. (laughs) How do you uh, consecrate the marriage? Like, How does that exactly actually happen there. Wow, why, are you, why do you have to make it all crass? Well, if you're marrying someone... Why are you someone, making it I mean... crass? So the name of the game is Nitsuma, which translates into New Wife. Uh, it includes those <laughs> uh, those wholesome interactions and graphic sex scenes. Uh, the manufacturers are also 
trying to get uh, players to make a more sustained relationship with their online anime wives. How you, okay, how does that happen? They say an unspecified number of applicants will be handpicked to participate in an actual wedding ceremony at a Tokyo chapel where they will don a, a provided tuxedo and a virtual reality headset. <laughs> As they make their wedding vows. Oh, awkward. Then the game continues after the wedding day with simulated interactions. Again, both wholesome and graphic uh, as married life partners. Oh. Um, I've done There's a couple so much s- uncomfortable. I know. Uncomfortableness with that. I know, I know. I just, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. How do you I play the game? speak the truth. Hmm? No. What? I am so confused. All right, I know that we're um, that we're running down on time, so I'm going to go right to this one. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite story that I found of the day. Now, this is uh, from a few months back. I checked it to make sure it was real, and it passed the test. So here we are. Greg, are you ready? Yes. Here it begins. Originally used to smooth out fr- uh, frown lines in crow's feet. Botox has been a staple for some people trying to get rid of those wrinkles for years. However, now it has moved from the face to other parts of the body. Oh, boy. And while it's usually associated with women who can no longer, you know, have, create facial expressions, now it's men getting an only Botox action by injecting it into their scrotums. <laughs> men are now having Botox injected into their scrotums. In a procedure that is called Scrotox. <laughs> no, that can't be real. Scrotox. Now, although it sounds bizarre, doctors predict the treatment, uh, so-called Scrotox, is uh, going to become super-duper popular as 2017 marches on. Now, New York-based plastic surgeon Dr. John Mesa has performed Scrotox on 15 men in the past year alone. This is in 2016. Uh, Though he doesn't call it Scrotox, he calls it ball ironing. (laughs) No. No. That's not true. The effect of Scrotox is much the same as regular Botox. Uh, It's the removal of wrinkles, and the effect lasts about four months. It plumps the skin, creates more elasticity. With your Scrotox procedure. With your Scrotox procedure. Uh, so this is what happens. Uh, older men, you know, probably around like 39 years old, oh. uh, they get concerned because their testicles develop wrinkles due to changing temperatures. When it's warmer, the scrotum relaxes, and in colder condition, uh, conditions, they contract. But as well as smoothing the, uh, the skin, Dr. Mesa, Scrotox expert, or he's a ball liner, excuse me, uh, he explains that Scrotox allows the testicles to hang down further and appear bigger. <laughs> Which is why a lot of men. Why does this really matter? Like, who are you? I mean, because if that's the bottom some line. Some people are obsessed with their not, balls. I mean, if that's the bottom line of whether or not you're, you're going to find a mate or someone who's going to look at your your balls, I guess you're trying to get somebody to look at them. I mean, yes, I, I think if you're investing in scrotox, you probably want someone to look with or at least play with your balls. It's like you're going to be at a party and be like, guys, I just had this procedure done. Check I it out. I can't tell you Check how many times out. my girlfriends and I, or guy friends for that matter who, who have seen balls, are like, man, I really like that guy. If only his balls were a little less wrinkly, then uh, maybe I bet, like I could have seen him maker. if I could have seen him long term. Yeah. But there were just too many wrinkles on his scrot. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So one man who uh, got the Scrotox treatment uh, explained that he decided to get it after reading reports that it could make sex more pleasurable for both him and his girlfriend. Imagine how boring your life is that this is what you're obsessing over. Like you're saving up money for a Scrotox? Like that's how worry-free of an existence you have. That That is quite the worry-free existence. Is that, I don't know, everything's everything's pretty good for me right now, but... It could be a little better. I could really use some ball ironing. Uh, So he says, uh, Mr. Scrotox says, uh, the results didn't happen right away, but within the first week or so, I did feel... Like, my scrotum was more relaxed than ever before. Now, I don't feel like uh, my balls are loose all the time, which is one of the things I <laughs> was not, not expecting. This is not real, is it? The Scrotox man also added, the sex was great. How now, is it going to be any different whether you're... Given that, but that the body part in question is uh, very sensitive, you'd think that Scrotox might be uh, incredibly painful. Yeah. But Dr. Mesa, of course, who has performed 15 Scrotox procedures over the past year, says it's not as painful as you might think due to the anesthesia. He says once the numbing uh, kicks in, you won't feel anything. One Scrotox treatment uh, costs roughly the same as Botox for your face, uh, between about $800 and $1,000. Oh, my God. People are spending $800 to $1,000 to get stuff injected mm. into there. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So they are trying to – so people are trying to get this procedure. Mm-hmm. Procedure. That's what you call a fancy ball ironing. A procedure? It's a procedure. I bet Bob does this. Bob totally has been scrotox. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, there you have it. That's my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, that is a sufficient world of crazy. Thank you. I was so excited. Like, it took everything in me to not tell you when I found that scrotox thing. Like, I was dying over here not being able to tell you beforehand because I wanted to... I mean, I don't wow. usually tell you, but this was the one I've been excited. I haven't been this excited about a story in a while. Yeah, that was something. And when you get to call something Scrotox, like, that's a special day. That is a very special day. Like, I'm, I know that this thing won't come you. along all the time. I'm just happy for you. And I bet the PDX broadsides are going to be like, I'm super glad that we came in for the Scrotox episode. For the Scrotox, yeah. I mean, it'll go down. You know, be like, yeah, that's cool. You have a Kickstarter. You've done a lot of things. But you were on the Fun Employment Radio Scrotox episode. Oh so that's really, where do you go from Groundbreaking. there? Groundbreaking. Maybe this is going to be like the, like the reboot of, of the Scrotox after movement after I've just brought it up. Maybe you guys mm-hmm. are like, maybe my balls are a little wrinkly. Maybe I don't need, you know, that, uh, you know, life-saving medical procedure. Are you trying to procedure. test out an advertisement for them? Is that what you're doing here? Ooh, maybe I don't we can get Scrotox as an advertisement. No, no. But you'd have to do it. No. <laughs> and that's a no. I, I don't care enough for that. That's a big no. All from Scrotox to ball talk, Greg. <laughs> I thought we were already doing that, Greg. <laughs> All right, this is my turn now. So. <laughs> All right, I'm Craig Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. Okay, we've got a few different things here in Ball Talk. Uh, a couple of things to get to. Uh, one, I do want to say this. The Boston Marathon was today. Oh, it was. Yes, it was. Oh, thank the gods. And everything went all right. Everything went swimmingly. Yes, indeed. That is amazing. Yes, indeed. Happy, happy. Boston Marathon happened today. And um, a couple of things of note. Uh, good things. So the first woman to ever officially run in the Boston Marathon 50 years ago Ran it again today. And so I, I, I'll i be honest, I didn't know this history of the Boston Marathon, but it used to be, like everything, just men that ran in it. Mm-hmm. And they, women were very highly discouraged 
from running in the Boston Marathon. And there was one woman who ran it unofficially, I guess, in 1966 uh, by the name of Roberta Gibb. She just kind of ran along with it and, and ran it. Um, but in 1967, this is this woman. Her name is Catherine Switzer. She signed up for it officially, but used her initials. I think it was like KV uh, Switzer, so you couldn't tell whether or not she was uh, a woman or a man. Oh. Signed up for it, got a bib, and got all of that stuff, and ran it. And she was 20 years old at the time, Syracuse University journalism student. And there's a famous picture, which I had seen this picture before, and I'll be honest, I didn't realize what it was. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Is it them ripping? They were trying to rip it off. Mm -hmm. It was an official from the Boston Marathon tried to rip off her bib, her number, uh, to keep her from running in a marathon. And that was, again, that was only 50 years ago. It's so mind-boggling how stupid that is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, that's what she had to face to to willingly go run. It's like, why the hell do you want to run a marathon anyway? That seems ridiculous. (laughs) Like, more power to you. Um, but she, uh, that was 50 years ago. Naturally, things have changed quite a bit in the positive way for that since then. And she ran it again at 70 years old today. So that's kind of a cool story. So uh, Catherine Switzer, back 50 years later, running it, uh, running it again. And also of note, the second place for the Boston Marathon in the men's side uh, today was Galen Rupp. He is a Portland native, went to U of O. He's a big, big, he's an Olympic medalist. Ooh. And uh, yes, from Portland, Oregon. And he finished second in the Boston Marathon. Wow. That's yeah. quite the accomplishment. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So Galen Rupp. All right. There we go. Moving on to ball talk. We got a, um, oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to call out something in the chat. We do have our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, where if you're a live subscriber, you can join in live. You get to be kind of a part of the show and see the chat. You can always go back and look at it afterward. Uh, I do want to say to our brand new subscriber, Abby, who just joined mid show. Uh, we got Hi, her in there, Abby. so Abby's in there for the first time. Yay. Uh, Keelan just said, uh, just think, you're the dude photographed trying to pull a number off a lady because of a race. Yeah, seriously. Like, that dude is forever, forever, uh, you know, immortalized as the guy mm-hmm. trying to rip a number off of a woman for running in a race. Wow. That goes up in the annals of douchebags. All right, moving on to ball talk. Uh, I want to talk about the NBA playoffs. I want to bring this thing up just because this was kind of a big story over the weekend, and it's a sad story. All right, so the uh, Boston Celtics are taking on the Chicago Bulls in the playoffs, and their their star player is Isaiah Thomas. It's not the Isaiah Thomas, the old Isaiah Thomas. He's not even related to the original Pistons Isaiah Thomas. He was actually named after him. So really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a no relation, but there's no relation. The parents were no named. relation. Yeah, huh. their name. The Isaiah is actually spelled different in those two, and. Isaiah Thomas, he plays for the Celtics. He's a very, very good player from Tacoma, Washington. And on Saturday, his sister passed away in a car accident. They, they were going to play on Sunday, Saturday morning or Friday night. I don't know the exact timing. But his sister was in an accident up in Federal Way, Washington, and passed away, which is horrible. Um, but Isaiah Thomas went out and played anyway on Sunday. So if you've seen some replays, and I, I kind of am doing this just so that people know. If you see replays and they, you see some stories about this Isaiah Thomas character and you don't know anything about basketball, like that's why they've been showing him. There's a lot of images of him kind of crying and things like that down on it's the court. It's awful. It's horrible. I watched horrible. They all had black bands on yeah. their Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a, he really seems like he's a really good dude and, uh, and also a Northwest native, so I'm a big fan of his, and that's, that's just too bad. So I just wanted to bring that up just so if you see that going on, that's why people are talking about Isaiah Thomas. And they, unfortunately, they did lose the game because – He's their best player, and he's, he's about not because of uh, any of that, just because I don't think they have many people to back him up. Uh, mm. So anyway, 
That is the story on that. I just wanted to get that out there. So moving on, though, with some other things with the NBA playoffs. Uh, there are the Blazers and Warriors who played yesterday. Now, the Trailblazers are a number eight seed. The Warriors are number one. Warriors are, I'm sure, the favored team to win the NBA championship this year because they're pretty goddamn good. However, the Blazers held held with them. They the, did. The Blazers played really well for three quarters. <laughs> yes, for three, three quarters. quarters. They made it through. And uh, very, very much largely because of Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. The Blazers' backcourt, they are good. They can play with anybody. Uh, Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum are amazing. Unfortunately, the rest of the Blazers aren't up to that level. And the Warriors also have five C.J. McCollums and Damian Lillards on their team. So uh, the numbers didn't work out for the fourth quarter. However, they did play really well. And it was a pretty fun game to watch because there was a lot of... um, a lot of back and forth. You could see a lot of... They were both talking shit. Basically, the Blazers and the Warriors going back and forth. In particular, Draymond Green for the Warriors. Draymond, uh, who is famous for kicking people in the nuts. Okay, that's um, funny because I knew I knew that fact yeah. because of ball talk. And someone, yeah. I, I was having a conversation with someone yesterday when I was yeah. watching it. I'm like, oh, that's the nut kicker, right? Yeah, like, it's the yes, nut kicker. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also a pretty good player. I think... I think Draymond Green's a little bit overrated because he's on a team full of all-stars, but he is, a, he is a really good player. There's no doubt about that. And he also talks a lot of shit. He is obnoxious to watch on the court because you can just see him jawing and smiling and he runs around and just, like, shows his guns and, like, uh, runs so around yelling at the crowd. He's very irritating. However, it turns out um, CJ McCollum, I guess, talks a lot of shit, too, and was talking shit back to him. So it's, it's seeing the, the story after the game, because none of it seemed to like to be a complete disrespectful thing. They they all just talk a lot. It was kind of funny seeing it afterward. Um, so it's you know it's too bad the, the Blazers lost, but it, seeing it in that light, it makes it a little bit more tolerable. However, Draymond Green is still probably the most obnoxious player in the in the NBA right now. Also, really good. So I'll give him that. All right. Mm. F- finally, in ball talk, we've got this, Sarah. The uh, NHL. Playoffs are happening right now as well. And I've been playing some maybe occasional songs about uh, NHL teams. And I want to dedicate this one to two different people. So, one, we have our friend Dwayne, who lives in Calgary, but is a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. So a shout-out to him. And then also, we've got a buddy, Dan, who is from Toronto, who actually just sent Sarah and I uh, gifts, which was really cool. I want to make sure that... We gave him a shout out for that. Thank you, Dan. Dan sent me um, like a limited edition, uh, like a special edition of Labyrinth, a re-release for the 30 year anniversary. Plus it has all these like side things where it has um, like a whole bunch of information about David Bowie because it came out right after David Bowie passed away. All like the makings of Labyrinth and everything and like the coolest case ever. Yeah. So thank you, Dan. I am so excited. And he sent me some uh, bookends, uh, some Game of Thrones bookends that are really, really cool. And so, yeah, big thank you to Dan. Uh, You may not be uh, thanking us after this. I do want to play this. This is a Toronto Maple Leafs playoff song. It's called Go Leafs Go 2017. How everybody feeling? A hundred years strong, time to rebuild. It's back to year one. When you hear the glass shatter, Austin 316, Matthews coming at him, baby. Okay. 
of them. The fans are up because it's hockey night up in Canada. I didn't know you rapped in uh, Canada. But after Snow and Informer, they were banned from rapping. But uh, nonetheless, there we go. Oh, yeah, I guess they had Drake, too. Uh, so that is the uh, Go Leafs Go anthem from Azim okay, Hack featuring Dudas Mill and the Leafs Nation. Toronto Maple Leafs. There we go. All right. They're in the playoffs. We will see who's going to win, although I'll tell you who the champion is. It is going to be the Montreal Canadiens. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Yes, indeed. Uh, I want to say... Really quick, we do have a birthday that we're going to get to here in just a second. But I want to say a thank you to the PDX Broadsides once more for joining us. And, of course, they were hanging out in our green room, which is sponsored by Worthy Brewing. Worthy Brewing out of Bend, Oregon, but available all over the place, is a wonderful beer. It is really, really good. It is very delicious. Very delicious. And they've got a lot of different kinds that are out right now. And so I highly recommend trying to find some Worthy beer when you go to your local store or your bar. Grab some Worthy beer. Maybe Take a picture of it and post it to at FunEmp Radio on Twitter. That would be cool because it is delicious, and we really appreciate them sponsoring the Fun Employment Radio Green Room. Awesome. Brought to you by Worthy Brewing. All right. It is a birthday time, and we did have Wayne what? send this in. Oh, yay. I actually hung out with uh, him and his lovely bride. Yes, indeed. Yesterday. And it is her birthday today. It is Vanessa's birthday. Vanessa. Vanessa. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Happy birthday, Vanessa. All right. There we go. What what are you doing? I was just leaving a salad. I don't know what you were doing there. All right. Okay. All right. We're going to play something here. Greg, I'm loading the, the outro. Oh, you're loading it. Oh, okay. All right. We'll just pause it. All right. No, seriously. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. It is fantastic. Uh, tomorrow, though, I do want to make sure that we talk about my newly acquired bow and arrow. I'll talk about oh that tomorrow. Oh, my God. I have weapons. Um, is it like your like teeny tiny crossbow that no, you have? No, this is real now. Are we, we admitting now that your crossbow was like a little baby toy? It was not a baby crossbow. It's not a crossbow for babies. It's a man's crossbow. It's just a... It's for a little man. It's a smaller crossbow. For the littler guy. Now I've got a big bow and arrow. Yeah, you're email. not allowed to bring that here, ever. I'm going to bring it in and I'll show you. We'll we'll set something up in the green room. We'll film a video of it. And I'll shoot it. You're not going to shoot anything in the green if room. If I get really good at it, we can do a whole, like, William Tell thing. Or, like, with an apple or something like that. I want to get good enough that I can do tricks. That's my thing. I'll talk about it tomorrow. You are not coordinated enough to make that ever be a dream that will come true. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. It is fantastic that you do so. We really appreciate it. You can always uh, <laughs> you can always follow us on Twitter, at Radio. Or uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or subscribe to the live subscription. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Abby is there in the chat right now and said, uh, nothing woos a lady like crossbow, crossbow tricks. So there we go. Abby, don't encourage him. Crossbow tricks it is. Perhaps the next listener event. Um, oh, we could not afford enough insurance for that oh, to even dude, be I a possibility. Oh, I could light like a, an arrow on fire. That's not like, even going to happen. So oh, no, that will never happen. This could happen. be a whole thing. But we still love you. And thank you so much, everybody, for listening to Fun Employment Radio. If you want to see more of my crossbow I'm tricks. nipping this in the bud right now. It'll be yeah. happening soon. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome, my friends. Bye.
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 